0: Hello, be people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, you are just about to tune into and listen to the Wizards of Wellbeing Season 1, Episode 3. And today, I am joined by the incredible founders of Pineapple Fitness, Brit and Shell. So, Britt and Shell, I first came across them, geez, a couple of years ago now. It would have been Let's look at 2018, I think it was 2018, maybe 2017, and instantly fell in love with how they approach health, how they approach well-being, and how they approach building a tribe and community. So it's not just about you know being healthier for yourself, it's about supporting each other, lifting each other up, and really being a part of a shared movement. Obviously, that aligns so much with what we do at BU, with people's psychological, mental and emotional well-being, it was inevitable that I'd have them on the show. Now, we just finished this episode, we just finished the interview, and my God, it is hilarious. You're talking with three people around a microphone who have a shared value of fun and doing the serious work and having the serious conversations, but being very tongue-in-cheek about it. So throughout this show, we spoke a lot about community, we spoke about fun, we spoke about um, Britton and Shell's personal stories and what led them to be running pineapple we did ask the question that i know is already on your mind which is why pineapple and the story is hilarious make sure you tune in for that one and then we had some fun talking about things like if we had an inkling on how we were going to die or what age we wanted to die at and i think we started planning a group expedition to the bermuda triangle at one point and we found out that dolphins can indeed fuck you up again all of these things and more will be revealed throughout the episode alongside some very profound and very powerful insight Into how you can look after your health and well being in a very holistic way. So, with that said, please join me in welcoming Britt and Shell to the show. Awesome. Well, first and foremost, we did it. We've been trying to organize this show for (laughs) a few months, I might say, and we're here. And I think, I don't know if you guys just knew that we were getting a better podcast set up this year with the new microphone and the stage lighting, so we look good for Insta. (laughs) <laughs> like, he doesn't have the lights yet. we're not going in. But now we're here, we can do it properly. Um, thank you for coming in and, and spending some time today. Obviously, I've gotten to know you guys over the last couple of years, and I really resonate with not only Pineapple Fitness and, and the philosophy and the movement you guys have created, but with you as individuals, which I always find just as fascinating, if not more fascinating, as the people who started the movement and, and why. And I find you've got a really healthy approach to health and to wellbeing. I mean, I love, I follow you know you guys on Facebook and I love checking out some of the talks about, you know, yeah, we're gonna go here and then we're gonna have a coffee and then a wine because why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is brilliant. In the same city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it Monday morning. yeah, it's like 11.59, yeah. we have the coffee, 12.01, we're <laughs> on the wines. <laughs> so I wanna dive into that, but before we do, I'd love first for you guys to uh, share your stories about why this, how you came to be here and it's going to be interesting. So for those listening, this is the first time we have two guests on the show at the same time. So don't fight with each other over the the mic. Um, who would like to kick us off? Who wants to sort of share, you know, their story, why they started, like what got them here? I
1: usually go first. Yeah, I, know. So I was then... going to say we should have discussed this before the talk. <laughs> I usually just jump in and talk. So I'm going to let Brit go first. All right, cool. invite you. Uh, so, yes, I'm Britt,
2: I am one of the founders at Pineapple Fitness, um, it started for me about seven years ago when I was actually a client of the previous uh, name that we were operating under, and I had just gone out, out of a long um, period in surf life saving, and I competed in that since I was six years old up until 20, and I needed to keep my fitness up, I needed something new, um, so I joined a boot camp on the beach. And From there, I am now the owner of said bootcamp. So obviously a lot has happened in the last seven years, but it was really cool. I was working out and within two weeks of being a client, I was like, i got to do this for a job like how do I work outdoors every morning at the beach sunrise coming up How do I do this? How do I help people? Uh, so I went and got qualified and um, started working for that boot camp and uh, fast forward three four years um, it, There was an opportunity to purchase it alongside Shell. Shell had obviously begin, begun working for the same boot camp at the same time and um, we had the opportunity to buy it out and we became the founders and Then 18 months later, we rebranded it to what it is today, Pineapple Fitness, Um, and here we are. That's pretty much the story in a nutshell, a very small nutshell. Amazing. (laughs) Um, And I guess my why um, behind, behind helping people is just to show women that they can do and think and they can take life with two hands and make it anything they want. But I do believe you have to be healthy and uh, fit mentally and physically to do that. Um, You know, life is so much better when you're fit and you're feeling good and you're happy. That's the main thing, happiness. Um, So that's kind of my why and everything that we do in Particle Fitness and our four core values of mindset, movement, community, nutrition, all come back to that. How can we make this as simple and fun and enriching as possible? I
0: love that. Yeah. I love that. And there's a few things that I'm going to touch back on in, in a moment yeah. and jump into that sort of just you know, caught my eye. Yeah. Um, but before I tell me your story and your background. So, obviously, you'd started just before Britain. Um, how long before? How long were you involved in this?
1: Um, so, I actually started after Britain.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? So,
1: yeah, if you just jump back a little bit before, I was working in corporate insurance. Mm-hmm. I'd started that in London and been in Sydney and Brisbane and had fallen pregnant and had my baby, Bonnie, who's now almost eight. Um, and so I was living life in a certain way. Of movement and nutrition had always been important, but. Kind of not as important as boozing and partying and <laughs> career and stuff. So, but it still always played a part there. And so I'd moved home to Newcastle. I was looking for somewhere to train. One of my friends had started at um, at the boot camp and um, just said, oh, you should come along. So it was maybe, I think I started training there maybe, I don't know, six months after. Yeah, remember. six months So months we both after. started as clients. I had just become a coach when Shell joined. So I yeah. coached Shell. Yeah, yeah. So that's my entry into that. I was I was a new mum. I don't know if one was about 18 months old. I yep. was looking to connect with people and move my body now that I was back home in Newcastle. And it wasn't very long. I think maybe six weeks I was there and there was a mums and bubs part of the business. And the previous owner and brick both didn't have children. And so I was like, I'm going to run the mums part of the business. Is that cool? Because I was also looking to jump away from my corporate career. i mm. Had a bit of a revelation on a lot of fronts, which has started a, a very big journey for me since then, um, on reprioritising, and it was not to be in corporate land down in Sydney and, and looking for up. something else. So then they're like, oh, yeah, so you're qualified? I was like, yes, I will be. <laughs> so I went and got qualified and did my work experience and, you know, then did. Um, that was for like the back half of that year, and then the next year, I operated the mum's part of the business and grew that, and the other the previous owner operated the, um, the, the the main part of the business. And so then, as Britt mentioned, that mm. kind of grew. The opportunity came to to take over all of it. But what I when I think about, um, you know, Britt and I obviously were manifesting each other in this long before we knew each other because mm. we met each other by accident. Yeah, accident At, at the boot camp, yeah at the boot camp but it was something we found that our, our values were aligned our why was mm. aligned there was we were, and we'd both been on our journeys of that uh not good enough how, how do we show up in this world what's what's you know mm. what's really attached to making us worthy and worthwhile and very different and so I've been manifesting I'd kind of gone down this health journey and it was very serious and I'm very seriously committed to not being a party girl and I'm going to be a health girl, which was boring as hell. Um, and so Britt really, on her journey, had shown me how to put a lot more fun back into that. Mm. And I don't want to speak for Brit, but yeah. conversely I'd help her bring a bit more of... Awareness and mindset and, and emotional intelligence to a so,
2: yeah. so layer. We'd,
1: we'd been manifesting that... Without realizing that, it yeah, was, we didn't even know what the word manifesting meant. No, it was back then.
2: and it's quite, uh, you know, unbelievable that you can get two people that never knew each other into the same boot camp, and then you know, one of the partners. Uh, uh, Wants to leave, and then we're here, you know, stuck together, and then seven years later, still, you know, operating that business when we didn't even know that we wanted to go into business together, <laughs> like, and, and loving it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And, 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 you know, yeah, thriving and in, enjoying it and, you know, enjoying the relationship, not and just a, doing it because,
1: you know, it's our job. And mm. have grown together, like, you know, it's very intent, there's been quite a good lot of intention, which manifesting has a lot to do with intention around where we want to go. But what actually lights us up and ignites us is very similar. Like, Mm. I want to support, like, my way, supporting women particularly, but humans, women, to be able to show up and live their Mm. best lives, be fit Mm. and healthy and vibrant and, you know, ready to just thrive and take on whatever they can, which is, you know, two versions of a similar thing of what Mm. Britt just described before.
0: Yeah, yeah. So talk to me about... Because something I love with Pineapple and with both of you, and I'm curious to find out whether this was... Sort of an expression of pineapple or an expression of yourselves and then pineapple was the vehicle for it. Talk to me about community because obviously you spoke about your four pillars with health and well-being. And so it was mind, nutrition, movement, and community. Movement,
1: nutrition, mindset, community.
0: Yeah, right. Mm. And so I feel like three out of four of those, really two out of four everyone's talking about these days, nutrition, movement. Mindset's starting to get there, luckily, thank God. Yep. But I feel like so many are still missing out on community. Uh, it's actually something we changed massively at BU. And I, I don't think I, you guys know this. In reflection from partnering with you guys last year and learning more about Pineapple and the community, but we're like, we need to do way more community with BU. So we've actually sort of cheekily pinched that and, and integrated it because it's so important. And you guys really opened my eyes to how important that was. Why community? Like, how did that come up?
2: It's so funny. It is, it's so natural to us. Mm. Like, it, it just is something that we don't even have to work at doing like we work hard at making sure the community stays authentic and real and you know inclusive and uplifting but the actual you know we don't feel like oh okay we better sit down and have
1: a meeting about what community we're going to do this this month like or even having to sit down and have it like what's our business missing we need to really bring in community like community Mm -hmm. is something that we Uh, I guess we must have grown up being connected into community and already realizing that that's something that really makes us tick. And like human beings are relational to their very core Mm -hmm. and that thrives in community. And you know, it's easy to say, oh, we're living in a Facebook world that everyone's connected, but not really connected. And like, yes, that is definitely part of it. But Mm. actually um, what we identified when we first came into business, so we were broke, we were volunteering in the business, Mm The previous um like we bought the business but it wasn't like it was a thriving boot camp then mm. so we the first thing we invested the money we didn't have on was actually going and getting relationship coaching for brit and i mm. we're like we really like we already know there's nothing we're in we're all in that's but it. we if we want like we value community we value open honest communication as well and if we want to model that from the top down that's the first thing we need to put out like our wow. money in. like that's it yeah, yeah. we know how to squat we know how to do that we can always better ourselves on movement and nutrition but let's go and really um mm. invest in that yeah
0: that's incredible that's yeah. <laughs> and what did you guys learn from that i think about well not even just from that but over the years
1: it, how do you i don't know how to yeah. precisely yeah. answer that
2: i guess we learned a lot about who we are individually mm. and then obviously we were doing that with each other in the same session so I learned a lot about the other person as Mm. well so just like you know you might spend um you know three four years getting to know someone before you kind of you know choose to marry them or whatever shell and I didn't have that you as a business relationship you know it is a marriage Mm. and you kind of just thrown in with a whole bunch of stress and if you don't have the tools you're going to, you know, the relationship has the ability to break down. So it was kind of getting to know each other in a fast forward manner so that when stress hits the relationship, it isn't going to blow out like, you know, relationships, can. Mm -hmm.
1: Business relationships. Yeah, personal relationships, Mm. marriages, yeah. Just while Britt was talking then, and I agree absolutely with everything she said, and if I could articulate it, the very first beginnings was understanding that vulnerability wasn't a weakness. Mm. And I think it allowed us to be really vulnerable with each other, which meant we could share and know that we were going to be respected inside of that. Mm. And actually, I mean, I've done counseling outside of with Brit and myself, so marriage counseling and just mm. myself, but it actually enriched my marriage relationship, it mm. enriched my other relationships because I was understanding vulnerability mm. and what who I was and it, it like if I think of the, the person that w- I, we were, but I was sitting right there mm. to where I am now, like I, it's it's incredible to think the awareness that I now have, and I'm excited to fast forward 10 years and I can't wait till I'm old and we sit back and be like, oh, look at all of the <laughs> we've had. But I feel like that was a really big catalyst. And to be honest, I don't think that either of us were that emotionally intelligent or aware to be, this is the plan, we're gonna book in and do some like couples counseling. Mm. It just, I don't know, we just were like, we've got this business, we actually don't know what to do. Um, I think if we can get on real well, always, let's go do this.
0: Yeah. But I think there's so much value in that as well of of not waiting to have the plan in place. Just going with gut instinct. I I feel like so many people get, and I know a lot of people who are listening to this, whether it's starting a business, whether it's whatever, any sort of change, any change has been on their mind for a long time. The danger is getting trapped in that I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle yet. Like, I'm still figuring out the game plan.
1: Yeah.
0: And sometimes and there isn't a game plan. That's until that's
1: something it's... that we still we're play, still though. working on. We're still working on that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. But that's a good reminder, Dex, to yeah. just act intuitively is sometimes... But like, I
2: think sometimes that, like, when you're young, young, like, starting out and your business is young and you're naive, you can almost take faster action because mm. you don't know the risks that you don't know what there exhausted. is to know yeah <laughs> that's it whereas a bit older in your business you kind of like oh well you know if I don't plan it out I, I've not planned in the past and she went bad so mm. I might put a plan in place but then that can also you know slow you down so mm. there is a beauty of being in those early stages of business and just not knowing the risk and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't like
0: mm. yeah and do you I don't know I've always sort of got the impression from you guys and maybe this is come from all the growth that you went through personally in this journey of being quite in tune with what feels right for you mm. so a getting to know yourselves well enough to be able to listen to that voice and and um you mentioned vulnerability before i was seeing a large part of that and i'm absolutely guessing and minoring here but i imagine vulnerability was not encouraged in your previous corporate role or career <laughs> so that's obviously a huge change yeah um but yeah to be able to learn enough about yourself and be vulnerable with yourself and carry yourself and go what feels right here and then follow through on that Talk me through that because I know there are so many people listening and you guys would see it so much where people either uh, can't hear what they want for themselves because they're so busy trying to please what everyone else wants for them Mm. or they can hear it, but they don't trust themselves enough to follow through on it. Run me through your journey on that, like learning how to trust yourself enough to actually do this, make this movement.
2: I think it it comes down to knowing your values in, in life and if you're very clear on them, then you can... Pressure tests everything against that, and a value for Shell and I is really it, that is really big is authenticity. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel like something that I can go and plaster on a billboard, I don't, it's not something that we can do. So, everything comes back to that for us. And I guess, yeah, pressure how does it feel within our body is how
1: I kind of go with yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I'm like, Dick, we could sit here for like yeah. hours, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. But so, I guess, like what Britt said. Uh, is identify what your values are yeah. as a human. Like, what are your non-negotiables? And they're often the ones, mm. like for me, I'm very physical and touchy-feely. Like when I speak about authenticity and truth and honesty, mm. like that, I feel it in my tummy. Even now I'm holding my hands. Yeah, so You yeah. can see down here, like that is so important to mm. me. So if I'm not being authentic and truthful and honest, then I'm not going to want to share something that I'm doing in my business with my best mate or my mm. husband or, you know, it might feel a bit, mm, why, why, or, or why haven't we executed that thing? So if we're feeling like, if we've been a bit mm. lazy in that area of the business or in life, or you know if, if we've not taken action on it, it's probably not aligned with who I am, really. And even if you haven't identified what your values are, I think some of that hesitation mm. maybe, or if you're feeling, you do know what that uncomfortable feeling in your tummy is, like there's something about this mm. that just isn't right. It does just take time to actually probably unpack that. And mm. it's not just a, in an afternoon sometimes, like there's, mm. you know, Work to be done, but, but really trusting that um, gut instinct. I just feel like that turns used too easily. So that's why I try to break it down. Like it's my values, and if mm. I'm acting outside of my values, I do often get a physical, and it's not flooring, it's just like something that might just nibble yeah. a little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah. or, or Britt will be like, show you haven't done that thing, or we haven't done that thing that we plan to do. Why isn't it? And it's not that it's you're not just deciding between good and bad, you're deciding yeah. between what's right and right. You know, what, mm. what is our next step mm. here?
2: Because if, you, if you're not doing it, a lot of times, you know, it can be called oh, just being lazy or being unproductive, but maybe it's just not aligned. Like, maybe it's just not something that you actually believe is aligned to your end mission, your end goal. So, a lot of times, laziness is actually a reason to look back and go, hmm, there's a reason I'm not doing that, and it's not just laziness, it's just so I don't think it's priority, like, it's not a
1: priority right now. <laughs> An example of this might be, and it's more of a, it's not a heavy example, but Um, one of our staff members is responsible for sending out, we've got these lactation cookies, which are full Mm -hmm. of nutrition and stuff. We have a bunch of clients who, you know, seem to fall pregnant and have babies. And so we send them out a nice little gift and some of these are lactation cookies. Mm -hmm. And it had taken, like, weeks had gone by. I'd be like, hey, why haven't you sent those out? Why haven't you sent those out? She's like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And one day I just sat down and I said, look, I want you to think about why you actually haven't sent these out. What's your block? What's What's your your block? You're not a lazy person. Yeah, you get everything else done. And so she sat there and said, sat for a bit and went i'm actually just worried it might offend some of the mothers who maybe have had trouble breastfeeding or who haven't I've chosen not to breastfeed and so i've actually not even known that's why i wasn't doing it but that's why i haven't gotten around to doing it because i don't I, want to upset anyone and, and she hadn't even like it was only when she she was asked to go there she wasn't mm-hmm. intentionally not doing it because she thought about it someone was like well that's Incredible information mm. and feedback. So, thank you for trusting your gut. Because now, what we would do is put a note in there and say, "Here's some cookies that will help with lactation if that's what you're choosing to do. Otherwise, they're loaded with nutrition and some great stuff to put back in after you've had this Happy, beautiful yum baby. snack." They're all now out on time, anticipated. Yeah. So, it's a little—it's a, just a, a kind of a, a metaphor, I guess, of some of the deeper stuff that can actually go on and apply it as well. But there's usually great uh, wisdom in. Mm. Uh, we call it laziness, but it's you know, not taking the action yeah. that you've identified. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if we answered you. No, question. no, no, you did, you did.
0: I mean it comes back to I don't know if you have you guys heard the book The Obstacle Is the Way? No. Um I think it's a Ryan Holiday book. So I'm gonna get that fact checked before I put this out. Yeah. Um otherwise I'm just attributing books to random people <laughs> and names that pop in my head. Um but it talks a lot about that idea of like the obstacle rather than just ignoring it, sit with it and be like, Why is this an obstacle? Yeah. Like what, what's good? It's telling me something. Yeah. And I mean we see that so often not just in Business, but obviously as you just said, you know, with, with parts of our roles. But oh, I, see, I, mean, health. Let's talk about the health industry in Australia, shall we? <laughs> the health and fitness industry. Do you
1: know it's funny? People like say, say my my dad's friends or something like. So what's going on in the fitness industry? And I'm like, I don't know. In the <laughs> industry, like, yeah. Am I in there Now that's
0: interesting. <laughs> talk to me about that.
1: Well, just like uh, I guess. I'm how to articulate the fitness industry i think when people talk about the fitness Mm -hmm. industry often when it's brought up to me and wanting me to comment on it it's about someone on instagram or someone on this it's not about like or it's the bodybuilding shows and that yeah it's not about or like crossfit games or something Uh it's not about how are people you know what's attendance like at the you know at your studio what's attendance like across there? like do you think people prefer training at like you know genesis or do they prefer training Mm -hmm. there so that's where i'm like i don't feel like we at all Mm. dabble in that insta whatever goes on and our area in the
2: fitness industry being like a premium boutique service that you know specializes in women or any of those (laughs) yeah (laughs) well any of those um boutiquey kind of things is a very new part Mm. of the fitness industry like for years it's always just been big box gyms and you know the rise of small crossfit gyms and small um you know f45 gyms and what we do is quite new like it's only Mm. been around for a couple of years so to kind of we, we don't feel like we're in the industry because it's quite a new part of the industry, I believe. And it's, it's a lot different to what people kind of traditionally feel mm-hmm. gyms are like or think when they think of gyms. Yeah.
0: and I mean, even that's like a good insight. I, I know we talk a lot with our members and just people online about the idea of it, coming back to the idea of, you know, if there's an obstacle or a clash here. and Say the people have been like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go join the gym this mm-hmm. year and I've tried it. And it didn't work last year, but I'm going to go again. This year's different. And if something's not clicking there, it does come back to this isn't a value alignment. Like it does not click with you either value-wise or identity-wise. We can go to a whole new depth there. But for them to realize there are other options and opportunities out there that may align more with their values. And I see it in every person who I've met at Pineapple is that in, I know I've spoken about this before, but that idea of community and and supporting each other and passion, but having fun with it. Like, I just love how tongue-in-cheek you guys yeah. are. Like, I love that you you do the serious work without being too serious about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, one of the things we talk about is, like, looking after yourself is important, but it doesn't have to be serious or boring. Yes. You know, like, that's not... We don't say those words particularly, but that's what underpins, you know, what we stress test stuff against, really. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, we want to be, like, the antidote to that scary... Yeah. You know, gym like mm-hmm. be that far away from it. That, yeah, we we kind of consider ourselves as you know, like couch to 5Ks, uh-huh. and then like there's 10Ks or you know, 5Ks to half marathon, and uh-huh. then there's like half marathon to full marathon, like whatever those apps are. You know, we really want to ignite and encourage people who are thinking, I like, know I need to work out, mm, I can't, yeah, like, and so we see ourselves in that couch to 5Ks, couch to 10Ks. know that's that's one part of our business we definitely you know can get you from Mm. there to the full marathon we don't specialize in running by the way but it's just an example um so yeah i guess that's that's where we want to inspire and ignite people and Mm. you can't do it sustainably without the community Mm. and without that mindset and look, mindset as you would be very aware you like what are Define mindset. Like, by God. Yeah, exactly. So, it's so I guess for us, um, when we do bring up the um, notion of mindset, it's um, you know coming from that place of love rather than the Mm -hmm. place of fear. Mm -hmm. So, we meet with a client, we identify their goals, and just sit with them a bit. And what would it look like to to say, I'm worth working towards these goals Mm. rather than you wretched fat thing? How Mm. have you let it get here? Get yourself to boot camp. Sorry, Mike. Get yourself to boot camp. But like, coming from that place mm-hmm. of love rather than... And it's a daily choice. It's not just like, oh, okay, I'm choosing love now. Yeah. It's like, I even find it in myself. Like, come on. It's like, yeah. no, actually, I've, I've identified that this is something that is going to really like add value to my mm-hmm. life and I'm choosing to go there.
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by our good friends at Monkey Brew Coffee. Now, if you're a coffee drinker, you'll know that it is one of the best things to look forward to in the morning, just that time to sit down and have a mindful cup of coffee to kickstart your day and get some energy into you. But if you're like me and you're also focused on, well, how can I make a difference that's bigger than myself? How can I help the world? How can I help the environment? Let me promise you that you're going to love these guys at Monkey Brew because they're going to help you do both of those things. So Monkey Brew is an environmentally focused coffee company that's trying to make the planet a better place for everyone. And they do this by providing high quality, specially roasted coffee beans that use sustainable practices and they donate 50% of their profits to causes that help the environment or help those who have been affected by environmental disasters. So at the moment, for example, they're donating 50% of their profits to fire relief in Australia and to rehabilitation efforts. You can find out more at monkeybrew.org and I highly encourage you to jump on there and order your first pack from them. These guys are amazing. I actually bought this as a uh, gift for our creative director and he is an avid coffee drinker and he messaged me and said that he loves it and he's a huge fan not only of what the company's doing but of course of the taste of their coffee as well. So if you want to start your day with a delicious cup of coffee that perks up your energy, and feel good about doing it because you know that you're making a positive difference in the world at the same time, make sure you head on over to our friends at monkeybrew.org. And so, self-love can be messy too. And I think it's important people know that like it is not the hashtag yeah, self-care yeah. Sunday, yeah, no. you know, bubble bath with a champagne glass. You know, sometimes yeah. I, I spoke with someone once and I'm I'm so glad I had this conversation with them. They're like, self-care self-indulgence and self-love are all very different things, very different things. Yes. and i was like oh my god she's like self-indulgence is great for you occasionally yes. getting the massaging of the paper brilliant but don't lie to yourself and say it's self-love or self-care it's not going to replace it it's,
2: it's not going to you know fix it or go deep on those problems mm. that you're really looking to you know and, and shift those feelings that you're wanting to shift
1: out mm. yeah i don't remember where we were talking about it recently but i had we were talking about you know self-care, self-love, Like, what does that look like? And exactly what you're saying. It's not just getting a massage. Like, that's yeah. a really nice, enjoyable thing to do, but mm. that doesn't mean, oh, self-care, tick. Like, and when I reflected, for me, the self-care in the season that I was in was actually carving out five minutes in the morning to make my lunch mm. so that lunch. at lunchtime I was actually eating. It was with Hayley. Yeah. I was actually eating a nutritious meal at lunchtime, and that is what nourished actually my body, so, gave me yeah. energy, made my brain work. Mm. You know, so for the whole day. So that is... And you're like, oh, you made yourself lunch. But no, like, it's really hard to carve out five minutes to not just get the family out the door and get ready for work and do Mm. whatever that looks like. half piece of toast on the way out rather than... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I've related it to nutrition, but it can be anything. Like, it's, it's, you're right, it doesn't have to be a day of something. It's, Mm. for me, in that moment, and that actually, I felt really loved. I felt really, Mm. like, I am, I am worth that five minutes to be nourished later in the day. Mm. And that, it's that feeling that's ignited. Of I am worthy, and I am worth it. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's okay. where it actually comes from. That's a- where it matters. Like
1: that and then getting a yeah. yeah, exactly. You put the yeah.
0: two together, right? Yeah, I know we've uh, the BU team's been talking a lot lately about the idea of calling the hashtag unsexy self-care. Yes. Like it's, it's self-care that, yeah, it's maybe not going to get a thousand likes on Instagram. Yeah. You know, making your lunch for yourself is probably not going to blow people's minds on Instagram, but it's so good for you. And when you identify those things that you're yeah. like, this does make me feel like I'm looking after myself. I'm valuing myself. I'm caring for myself yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. Those are the things we need to look at prioritizing. Yeah.
2: And, and it's going back to the basics, which kind of comes back to your question about the industry. Mm. Um, there's nothing new that has really changed in the last you know 50 years in the industry and that's what we are trying to do in our business you know keep it simple lift heavy things get your heart rate up eat really eat you know well majority of the time the other time have your fun be surrounded by really good people and go to bed on time like drink water that it's not you know most of the time yeah that's it it's not you know
1: anything new or anything Snazzy or expensive for yeah. yeah, and even when you break down those like our core values of movement, nutrition, mm-hmm. mindset, community. Speaking about the first two, like movement, squats aren't revolutionary. Like mm. you might add a little something yeah. to them, but you know, push, pull, like all of that stuff. It to get where you need to go, it is. It's, it's important, but we can make it really fun. But mm. fun doesn't mean complicating it. Yep. Nutrition, same thing. Like it's simple strategies, and it, again, prefacing it that. There might be simple strategies that aren't always easy to implement mm-hmm. to start with, but simple strategies that aren't revolutionary, like we're not claiming to have, you know, discovered movement or discovered nutrition. No, no. But it's, and, and again, with the mindset and the community, that is just the, the stuff that makes what you learn in those first two parts sustainable and rich. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's mm-hmm. that, I think Tim Ferriss quote is, it is his quote or he's quoted someone else. I've heard him say, like, we're an average of the five people we spend the most mm-hmm. time with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can spend some time with some people who have similar values um, inside, of our, inside of our sessions, but we do hang out as a community mm. a lot. Um, mm. We go on wine tours and dessert yeah. club and do other things where we actually be sporty. Yeah, really important. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And just on the community, mm. kind, of, kind of going back, Britt and I now, again, hindsight's a beautiful thing, but I think we did innately identify that we need to be in community the way that we expect our staff to be in community, mm. the way that we expect them, the standard we set for our clients to be in community. So yeah, that is something that is continually important yep. to us. And so I, ha- I have a, we have, one of the most healthiest relationships I have is with Brit because mm. I know that I can go and say blah and she will then be like blah and it's, mm. It, she doesn't judge me she doesn't like me any more or less we're just having conversations that are authentic and real mm. I can tell her how I feel or what my needs are we can celebrate things together mm. and it just be what it is and like sometimes I'm even like I say to Adam my husband like and I would be able to sort this out way easier <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah oh
0: um, so I need to ask, I just remembered I have to ask this question or I will be crucified by our audience for not asking. And I'm sure it's the question you guys get asked more than anything else. You can probably predict where this is going. Why pineapples? Oh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> right, we've had this question before, we know how to win this one. Give me the story of it. I know there's a story behind it. There is. So, um, we
2: were doing some photos on the beach for our clients. So we had been in the sun all day. That's just the context and then we're going up to Queensland to purchase my uh, wedding dress and so it's done all day, got to the airport, was running a bit late, grabbed a few beers, sat down, break breath and then got on the plane, I think we had a couple more beers and we were chatting about how we wanted to you know branch out and become our own thing. Is
1: this the ongoing conversation that had been months? Yeah, yeah. We just got stuck, silly now, yeah, on, we can't do it if we don't have a name.
2: Exactly. Mm. Uh, and we didn't want to be the typical uplift or, you know, empower or motivate. Like, they're mm. all great words, but they didn't really... Like you can see, it's community, it's everything. It didn't encompass everything. So um we were just going through. Shell said, What's your favorite fruit? And I was like, Well, I love a mango, but the look of a pineapple is incredible. And Shel so were you
0: like, almost mango fitness? Is that what <laughs> you, I just heard? <laughs> I'm and I'm
1: like, Pineapple fitness. And we looked at each other because. Like literally every name we've we gone through, we've be been like, word and hated "No, it either either it's really great and it's been used before. That's or it, or it just didn't resonate." Like it, you know, I guess that gut, it just wasn't like, "Yes, yes." And we're like pineapple fitness, and then we're like, and, and like <laughs> we've had we've had one too many beers. Let's just
2: yeah, <laughs> let's just wait. That's just yeah. Tomorrow we'll decide if that was a really bad drunken decision. <laughs> you know those conversations that you think, "Yeah, let's do it," a <laughs> <laughs> the next day they're
1: not so, so we good. Bought a pineapple. Um, so we are staying up on the Gold Coast for a couple of days, we bought a pineapple and sat it on the bench. Looked at this pineapple, held pictures of the pineapple, <laughs> pictures of the pineapple. <laughs> of the pineapple. I I'm just
0: and... having flashbacks to the movie Castaway with Wilson.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this yeah. what it was like? <laughs> it was like cradling <laughs> yeah, a
0: pineapple. Yeah, we <laughs> recreate that. Yeah. I've we should, got those.
1: Recreate
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. the scene from Castaway. Like. So, yeah, and
2: the, and the next morning I woke up and Michelle was in the lounge already, like fact-checking everything about pineapples. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are technically a fruit
0: i always thought they were fruit i didn't uh, think they were a vegetable
1: I know no. a, a berry. oh gotcha
0: okay <laughs> i was like that's uh, that feels yeah, like a non-fact <laughs> <should be very laughs> right.
1: so the pattern on the outside is like because they start from a flower Like they don't ever yes. look like a berry but they start from a and it's the fusing of the flowers that come together. so it's one to 200 pink flowers like don't want to be you know two colored but you know <laughs> girls women coming together that creates the pattern on the outside and they um, it's it's a longer term process. It takes eighteen months for a pineapple to actually come mm. into fruit yep. and be a thing you can eat. So it's the long term, it's not the quick fix, it's coming together, supporting each other to create mm. this incredibly rough thing on the outside that's sweet and beautiful on the inside. Like mm. just so and many... loves all that and I just love the stand tall, wear a crown, be <laughs> yeah. like hard
2: on the outside, sweet right. on the inside. Um, and, and also, like, you know, we're sitting here right now. I've got my hair up in a salty bun, yeah, and Shell's probably got salt it's in the hair. You know, we spend a lot of our time at the beach mm. when we're not working, when we are working too. Uh, it is just who we are. Like, mm. we're, we're outdoorsy, we're tropical. Our favourite times are either working out at the beach or on the beach with a cocktail. So, like, <laughs> a,
1: a pineapple cocktail. <laughs> that's that. it. So, it's just a cocktail. But also, when you think about a pineapple, like people relate it to some to some to try to say sun and summer at the same time. Summer. Revolutionary. Killing it. But yeah, like you think of it, like it's fun. People are like, oh pineapple. No one ever goes, Oh, I hate pineapple. Yeah. Mm. And that is again, my brother's a graphic designer. He's done all of our stuff for us. And he was like, this is genius. And we're like, yeah, amazing. <laughs> Something that is, you know, people all know what a pineapple is, mm. but then they like we have clients come to us mm. like I saw you on Instagram, and then I saw a flag at the beach, and then I walked into the supermarket and I saw a pineapple. It's a sign. <laughs> it's amazing. We're like, yes, pineapple. Yes, we are, we are. We are like, sponsored you know, by Coles. <laughs> <calls. laughs> so it's a common word that's yep. just interesting to put with fitness, which you know is a happy accident, or maybe it's we manifested mm. the that's way when to just have like, it encompasses the fun and all that. Like I'm so. Proud of our brand, mm. and to re- again, before with the previous brand, I would have said that I was proud of it, but yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of every single mm. part of it. And it's not just the name, but you know, yeah. it's we were what it stands of, we were for, what it represents. Last yeah. time. So we stepped out of the national brand, and it's wonderful. It's not, there's nothing, mm. yeah, we just needed it to be more dynamic and, and us and local, so, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Whatever you do, do not change the episode. There is so much more goodness coming up and you don't want to miss out on all that goodness, do you? No, exactly. That's what I thought. Stay tuned for more. I love it. I love it so much. Well, we are nearing the end of the podcast, which means we're about to open the little, uh, the little yeah. book of wonders. So I have 25 random questions here. I was saying before, some are quite profound and some are not profound at all. Uh, one of them is is pineapple a fruit? Uh, so you're not allowed to choose that one. <laughs> um, so you have 25 to choose from. You get to choose five, and I'm going to get first thought answers from both of you. So okay. for each one, first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So who wants to choose the first number, one to 25? 11. 11. Okay. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why?
2: So I can
0: be what? in the ocean all the time, and no one is scared of a dolphin, but everyone's scared of sharks. So that makes sense. Yeah, they're just a friendly version it's of exactly a shark, like right? they yeah. <laughs> probably still fuck you up. <laughs> oh, 100%, have you? oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. I swear all the time on this. Yes, 100%. You can say dolphins will fuck you up. That is also a fact. If, <laughs> that that's really awful. In fact, I think we're gonna take that as the clip from this show, and just be like, hey, this is the most important thing today. Pineapples are fruit, and dolphins will fuck you up. There we go. <laughs> Shell, why animal and why?
1: Giraffe, just because I like them and they're real tall. Yeah, they well. are cool.
0: I think, did I see today you guys shared a funny picture of a yeah, baby giraffe yeah. falling over itself? Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. All, uh, it's to <laughs> yeah, So cute. Amazing. Uh, Shell, your Seven. turn. What number? Seven. If you could live in any other country, which one would it be? Uh,
1: um,
0: First one that comes to mind. Bali.
1: Yeah,
2: America came
0: to my head too. I don't know why. But Bali. Still close enough to come home, but amazing Europe, somewhere. It's not a country. <laughs> what? Carnival's not a country? <laughs> and you're not a country? This is rubbish. Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Okay, quite nice. Um, question. Four. Four. What's some of the worst well-being advice you've ever come across?
2: Kim Kardashian's waist trainer.
0: <laughs> Just as a whole? <laughs> I like, love it. The yeah. Thing that just like, it's like a corset from the
2: twenties, like it's mm. designed to move your ribs. Like
0: that's not even help. Cannot be remotely good for you. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Shell, what about you? Worst. <laughs> I heard of that. Oh yeah, no, it's literally a corset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like bought back corsets from like the eighteen yeah, hundreds, and it it in your ribs and yeah. your organs. Yeah. Because then you look thinner. You see. That's it. Does it vibrate or anything? No, it know. just like every, day you, just 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 it, it, every day you put it on in it. Every
1: day you put it on in it. A waist trainer.
2: Yeah, but it's actually designed to move
0: your body, like, like to move or your organs and shit permanently. permanently. Oh, permanently. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I it kinda... You wear it while you develop, and you like yeah. bring it in day by day. So your waist is little. Um, yeah. the Kim, of- if you're ever listening to this, hit me up and uh, That's it. We'll get you yeah, we, we we will yeah. Please explain. Give
1: a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> please
0: explain <laughs> this rubbish that you're promoting.
1: Um, my. Advice I think is that it is just a one size fits all. Like you must eat keto yeah. and that will get you these results. You must do this. That, you know, there's heaps of ways to get to a um, health, yeah. and you know, there's a few key principles,
0: but not just exactly one fits all. Yeah. I agree with that and psychologically as well, we have the same thing. We're like, there is not one size answer to yeah. happiness. Like yeah. um whose turn is it? We've got oh, two yes. more. Yes, go. Twenty-five. The last one. What was the last one I wrote down? Oh, this is a interesting question. When I asked this of myself, I didn't know how to answer it. So it's okay. going to be interesting to see what comes to mind first. What age do you want to live to?
1: I don't mind what age I live to. I just want to live all of my mm. years. So I'll say a hundred, but with health and vitality. Okay. Mm. Mine's the same. i have to
2: pick an number. Mm. One
0: hundred and one. So I beat you <laughs> <laughs> so Just that. to hold out a year on her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: change my answer <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to keep escalating but, uh, you know, just to reflect mm. on that a little bit more like I would really love to see my children have children yeah. um, mm. you know and just be and, and I hope that I grow old and wise mm. so that you know I can be and graceful like in my wisdom and be there and and be a really um positive experience a positive person and part mm-hmm. of their lives in my family and you know if if my time's up at eighty, my time's up at eighty. If That's it's up at, it. You know, whatever. But it's more about what are we doing inside of those mm. years rather than just being committed. Because you know, we're again a whole big conversation. We keep people alive mm. without much quality of life, right? Like we've got yeah. the, the skills mm. medically to keep people alive. Yeah. Longer, at what At what long cost? Long yeah. after they've thro- they thriving. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But like, yeah, eighty. I think is good. Like. You're going 100 from but 80. I'm That's... 40 next year. That's the... yeah, almost half. I was going to
0: say, down. I mean, how many generations ago was like 40 the life expectancy? Yeah. Like, so to even be, you know, I think so. we're pretty lucky. Do
1: you... I'd have to do my whole life again, pretty much, to get to 100 from 80. Do you know yeah. that stat, though, of 40 being the life expectancy had mm. to do with... So if you made it past, like, being a young child, most people lived to, like, 70 or 80. Yes. Yeah. It was just so
0: many died at birth, right? So yeah.
1: The average of a it birth or yes. going in that first that
0: newborn... Three, year, yeah, two, three yeah. years,
1: whatever, yeah. When you do the average, the life expectancy was 40. So it's actually... It's
0: actually... Advant- advancements in uh, yeah. childhood health. It's not, not, not true. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I sort of uh, looked at it and uh, the number that keeps going to my brain is 87. I'm like, that's my tap out. That's 87. What I'm 87 is the number for me. That's yeah. what I'm... Send me off on a little Viking raft into the waters and never see me again. Yes. I um, wouldn't mind, as an extension of this question... If you could choose how you were going to go, mm. how would it be? I would go into the Bermuda Triangle, hundred percent. Like at eighty-seven, give me a little diggy and a raft. I'm going in there. Checking out. Yeah, just see. checking it out. If I've never seen again, whatever. Do
1: you know? I actually again go deep on things, but I just think we have so much uh, growth to do in dealing
0: with death. Well, mm. you know, especially so, in Western culture, yeah. we yeah. don't I mean, talk, we about talk about me, it enough. We
1: question to the general population, they'd be like I don't
0: want to want think about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. you know, so I think um, yeah that's something that you know, I am very mm-hmm. aware of and try I'm trying to talk to my children about it differently mm-hmm. and not shy away from it. But you know mm. again, going deep on mm. I'll join you in the Bermuda
0: triangle. Are like, we making an expedition? Stuff? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm older than you. An guys. end of life oh expedition. Yeah, but you're living to hundred, I'm living I'm, to eighty seven, so this say. is exactly this yeah, is, is meant I'll to say, be. Though. Yeah, perfect. Is this Richard. like a suicide. Many, many years from now, they're like, oh my god, they they did it. They, did they, they did actually it. went this into the Bermuda Triangle. God. When I was in high school And we'll bring the pineapple as well, so. Well,
1: that's it. The pineapple from, <laughs> no, so. this is gonna be the way. When I was in high school, I remember me and my mate were like good mates, we were like, if we haven't married anyone by the time, we're like 30, oh my goodness, we'll get married
0: and have kids just because like, you know, you're know, only mates yeah. so we're hard as well. And like 30 came around real quick and we were like, no, no. <laughs> This but was I, a bad I, fact. Why didn't we come up with so this? I'm like, yeah. as as like I'm like, going to get to 87 and be like, mm. sorry, yeah, I'm not that keen to go to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh, too as funny. A further extension of that question, I got
2: asked, it was a, one of those, it was like a Christmas cracker thing but really funny every mm-hmm. Christmas. It was like, do you have an inkling of how you will die? Oh. Yeah. Did you have an mm. inkling? Oh my! Like, everyone's gone from heart. Probably the heart.
0: So. Mm. Just <laughs> tick ticker just stops it? going.
2: Exactly. Oh, no,
0: ticker it. gives up.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, an inkling of how yeah. I might go. Yeah. Just
2: instant. Like in you know that internal wisdom that do you have any intuition? Like yeah, like, Oh God, yeah. I might drown. Or I think I I know, know, it's, right. it's horrible to think about because then. Um,
0: See, I'm terrified of water, so I hope it's not true. Mm. I hope now it's say not it's that. It's quite
1: euphoric. It I don't know which person mm.
0: they are. I going say it's super no. painful then euphoric, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. It's researched. the most they painful thing done. ever, apparently, and then you just reach this place where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm done. Um, this is not where I thought this... I <laughs> this podcast yeah. would go... ...talking well, about, about health and wellbeing? being It's like, how will we die? Let's <laughs> find out.
1: <laughs>
0: Actually talking about it. Like, it's so missing in in Western culture.
1: It's to take away from the actual... Hardness of life passing, like you know, it's so the rawness of birth and the rawness Mm. of death are very different but very similar. Like Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved giving birth, and Mm. I felt it's you know uh, something that I was able to really just uh, that experience of the rawness. But it's similar to that that rawness you experience when people leave this Mm. earth. But it's actually about us when they
0: leave. Mm. You
1: know, like it's about how we deal with it and and the pain and that we experience. That's
0: it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Last question. What are you thinking? One and 25. Um. Uh, 10. 10. Oh, who would you cast to play you in a movie about your life? I go, Robbie. <laughs> that was so quick! You planned this! Oh, yeah. That was. Go, that Robbie was like. I'm Declan, I'm writing the script. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've sent her agent right. messages every week. <laughs> My PR agent actually hung out with Margot Robbie in oh LA recently. God. He's got pictures with her, so I might. they will say this Scott. We've got to line Margot Robbie yeah, up. We're doing. Do we're doing the pineapple fitness movie. Yeah. <laughs> what a babe.
1: <laughs> what a great <laughs> um, Scarlett
0: Johansson. Or Kate oh, oh, amazing! Yeah. Yes, yeah, yep. 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 beautiful. I think I'd go. I do really like Ryan Reynolds as a person. I think he's hilarious, mm-hmm. very down to earth, very funny. So yeah, sounds a... man. If this was being recreated right now. You heard it here first. Ryan Reynolds, Kelly Hansen, Mario Robbie. And by them going into the Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. And then, yeah. Jeez. Watch, watch this space, ladies and gentlemen, well, everyone yes. listening.
1: If you were a girl, who would you cast to play you? Oh, that's a good
0: question. I have a, a massive crush on Kristen Bell. Mm. Uh, and, well, I actually have a crush on her and Dax. So I have a crush on their couple. Yes. Like the yes. whole vibe they've got going there yes. as parents and as a marriage and as individuals, I'm all about that life. Yes. So, uh, yeah, mm. maybe Kristen Bell, I think. Mm. Not for any other reason that I, I have a major crush on her. So yes. <laughs> I'd be really honored for her. So flip it. Okay. So, guys, if hey, you. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, I like Leo, Leonardo. He's
2: good.
0: Yep. A little bit of caprio yeah. And has experience drifting off into the horizon oh, for does. movies. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or um, Harvey from Suits.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh! Harvey from Suits. Yeah, 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 You guys, I don't see it, so be in no way inclined to say you see it. That's the guy mm. that I most frequently get really? told I look like. Yeah, really? which I don't see at all. Yeah, no, I do. If but so... On, yeah, anytime absolutely. I'm at a networking event in a suit... Yeah. Uncanny. Yeah. I, mean, I only watch Suits because of that reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I do see like arsehole to the table which you don't mm. but you bring clarity to the table like yeah. you, come, you you know like he, he's sure of himself and knows what he is in a real arrogant way mm. yeah, so you don't bring that part but there is something also I, now that you say it I
0: think that is yeah. Something similar there. There you go. I like those questions. Those so I'll play you That's, is <laughs> okay. what we just figured out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you No, no I'm going to go with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Well thank you once again for coming in Uh before we wrap up for people who are listening who have really resonated with not only your stories, but how you guys approach health and the community that you've built and the movement you've made who are um, wanting to connect more and follow that journey and be part of it in whatever that looks like, what's the best way for them to do that? How do they get in touch with you? How do they contact you?
2: So the best way is to jump onto our website if you'd like to join um, Pineapple. And we have free initial consult. Where you can come in, meet a coach, have a chat about your goals. Um, we talk you about our different membership options and classes and all that. Um, and then if you want to, you know, suss us out beforehand,
1: check out the Instagram and the Facebook.
0: Do the social um, stalk.
1: That's it. Do the social stalk. And also p- personally as well, Brit and I have yeah. personal Instas that are public and where we, you know, post I guess about personal life, that our, kind of stuff. You know, if you want to kind of actually see if we are are. who we say we are Mm.
0: yeah and we'll Um, put the links for all of those in the show notes as well in the description Nathan,
1: just what i would like to add in relation to we um have you come in and meet a coach and we explain Mm. to you about pineapple and we understand more about you and at the end of that you make a decision about if we're the right place for you after we've given you that it's not you know oh quick get them in and do that like Mm. we are really really Mm passionate about finding the right fit and you know what we're not going to be the right fit for everyone Absolutely but there is not. some awesome other places that we can recommend you to in newcastle mm. um you know so just we we, we love connecting and chatting mm. and even if it's not connecting with us for the long term connecting you out with other um businesses or what might be relevant yeah.
0: for you too yep i love that and so it's, it's aligned so much with be you and everything we do that idea of again it's not one size fits all yeah. it's getting the right people for the right fit at the right time in their journey and, um. Sorry, I just this comes from heart thinking.
1: but uh, like a rising tide lifts all ships yeah mm. you know like we very much come from that place of have got community inside of pineapple but how are we interacting as communities inside of newcastle like the small biz community but even just the greater community like that's mm-hmm. something that th- the community passion doesn't just stop between brit and i and our pineapple yeah, it's, yeah. you know and and everyone doing well is everyone doing
0: well yeah, yeah. I love it. Amazing. Thank you once again for coming in. Uh, I'm always nice. honored to catch up with you guys. And obviously this time we just had some microphones between us while we chatted about all things uh, important. So uh, other than that, as I said, guys, the show notes, uh, the links are all in there. So go connect with them. Go reach out. Um, these guys are amazing. And the community that you guys have created is is incredible. And I'm very grateful to have had you on the show today. <laughs> And that is a wrap on yet another episode of Wizards of Wellbeing here on the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. I trust that you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share this with your friends. It helps us change more lives. And if you did really resonate with bread and shell and with the pineapple philosophy, don't forget all of the links are in the show notes to go connect with them. I would highly, highly recommend you do that. Now, if you are listening on a platform where you can't see the show notes, All you need to do is head to www.pineapple, like the fruit, pineapplefit.com.au. You'll be able to check out everything there, get in touch with Brennan Shell, and really look at becoming part of that pineapple movement. But as always, until the next time we talk, you know what we do? Make an impact, start with self, and be you.